When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the DCAU Review, hosted by Cal and Liam. Streaming on iTunes and at Facebook.com slash DCAU Review. Now, here's today's episode. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 9 of the DCAU Review. I'm your host, Cal, along with me as always, good friend, brother, co-host, and the guy that runs our Twitter account, Liam. Liam, welcome to the DCAU Review, episode 9. Always glad to be back here. Love doing the show. Got an interesting episode to talk about because this is a hard one to grade yeah we made it through this episode so episode nine of the dcau review is covering episode nine nine. Oh, oh we're back on track now yes thanks Ep- to our phantasm review thanks. we are back on uh in numerical harmony that's right uh so chronologically episode nine of batman the animated series here is indeed be a clown uh which is uh, yet another Joker episode, Liam. We are <laughs> we are <laughs> one third of our episodes thus far feature the Joker, um, and uh, one of those episodes actually was a movie. So one third of our episodes, and this is actually the third out of. Or is this the third episode of Batman animated series that features the Joker as well? Yeah, because yeah. we had be a fourth clown. if you count the dream sequence in Forgotten. Uh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, another Joker-heavy episode, so uh, let's jump right into it here. Um, The plot of this episode revolves around Mayor Hamilton Hill, who gets his first feature role in in an episode. Um, He was featured a little bit in past episodes as a supporting character, but this is a main episode that features him and his son Jordan, who you mentioned does not at all look like a child. I believe he's supposed to be seven or eight years old, and he looks like a... He looks like a 43-year-old CEO. <laughs> he looks like a lawyer. He, you mentioned very early on that he and the mayor share the same receding hairline. Yeah! Like what eight-year-old boy has, like, slicked-back receding hair? We can talk about that, I guess, when we get to animation, but... Regardless, uh, it's a very kid-friendly plot. It centers around a child running away uh, because his parents treat or his parent treats him like crap. Uh, he's throwing this <laughs> birthday party for him that is really that he's. Just, in my notes, I just wrote Mayor Hill sucks as a dad. Like, <laughs> that's what you could summarize this episode as. He loses track of his son. His son throws a tantrum in the middle of his birthday party, runs away. He doesn't bother to go after him, and because of that, he uh, stows away in the Joker's stolen Joker van and uh, ends up hanging out with the Joker for a couple hours. <laughs> this is this is like worst dad in the history of animation. Like he's way up there. Yeah, it's pretty um, bad. It's yeah. I guess we can just jump right into plot. Yeah. Um, it's it's a really simple story. The Joker sees a newscast where Mayor Hill compares Batman to the Joker, and that makes he the takes jo- it personal. And Joker takes it and is angry and wants to 
and wants to exact some sort of revenge on on Mary Hill, which feeds a little bit into the Joker character. I, I we I think we agree. Yeah, it makes sense. He's insane. We talked about yes. the killer versus the clown. It, you know, a normal person would be insulted and may get into the person's face or have an argument with them or, or you know try to smear them some other way. But Joker just decides because he doesn't like being compared to Batman, he's going to kill the mayor, <laughs> which yes. is very and all Joker-like. his friends and all his friends too. Uh, yeah, so that's 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 a very solid Joker plot. Um, but from there, it sort of devolves into happenstance. Yeah, how did he figure out, by the way, that that Jekko the Clown was going to be at this party? Mayor Hill doesn't mention it, that he's throwing a party for his son. It just happens that way. Right. It's very much happenstance. Uh, as well as, yes, Jordan, the, the Mayor's son, then stows away on the Joker's getaway van and sort of tells him that he wants to be just like him and... Joker uh, mentions that he's been thinking about taking on a protege, which I guess we can pretend is some sort of a reference to Harley, but not really at all. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, it's so, and from there, Batman or Bruce Bruce Wayne overhears a, another television, a lot of newscast overhearing in this episode, <laughs> and uh, where. Uh, uh, Batman hears the Joker as Jekko mention a, a specific magician. Uh, well, there just happened to be a guy that was videotaping yes. the mayor's birthday party for his son who got Jekko, a.k.a. the Joker, making the joke, and Batman recognizes the laugh. Right. And then he... And, and then, then he sees the poster of right. Prosciutto, the great Prosciutto. Yes. There was a ham, as the Joker said. <laughs> yes, and so, and from there, Batman sort of gets to the these fairgrounds or this car- abandoned carnival, I guess. Yeah, never uh, fleshed out. And it's interesting because, like, I mean, the that was if you if anyone's ever read or watched the animated movie of the Killing Joke, like mm-hmm. that's that's where the Joker is holed up in that. Okay, so that's kind of like they could have done a little bit more, I think, with that environment. Sure. And they don't really. It's the, you're, they've been playing on some of that in the Dark Knight Returns too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a scene where he's involved where in the, a carnival. Where, yeah, when they're in the Tunnel of Love. Yeah, where they sort of have one of their final. Ironically, showdowns. there's also a. I believe there is a uh, a roller coaster scene in that too. Yes, where there's some fighting going on. Exploding mm-hmm. baby dolls also. Yes, happen so in that that, one, so. that may be some some referencing there as they Homage. they were doing, but. Yeah, so it's it's just there's not a, not a lot going on plot wise. Like I said, it's the the parts that work are the are sort of the Joker's motivation. Mm-hmm. He's the type of guy that would get upset by a passing comment and decide to kill you for it. Yeah. So that works. So I gave plot four out of ten. It's not the worst episode of the series by any match, and it's a pretty fun episode overall. But uh, you know, we come from some episodes that are really di- diving deep in, or certainly with the movie last week, where mm-hmm. the last time with the. Uh, Phantasm. This is this is very light. This is uh, this is sort of a uh, you know uh, cotton candy. Yeah, I would, uh, it's very light. It's very yep. it's very, but it's harmless. It's it's fun little episode. But yeah, yeah not not a great. Uh, nobody was winning any Emmys for this one. <laughs> very true. Yeah, I, I think I think we were talking before we went on the air just a little bit that every episode can't be a super deep and delve into the psychology and psyche of Batman. There has to be some breathing room. Sure. And there's plenty of room in this series for episodes like this, like uh, The Last Laugh, that are just straightforward and just maybe there's some happenstance, there's some fun, there's some goofiness, and Batman saves the day. So, you know, for that reason, 
there was some some head scratching moments, like that nobody at the party recognized that the Joker's face was on the candle <laughs> for the birthday cake when he places it in there. Like, oh, that's weird. One of the city's you know biggest criminals is featured on this candle <laughs> that looks an awful lot like a stick of dynamite. Yeah. Um, and as you mentioned, some of the how Batman figures stuff out. Uh, I thought there was a cool little. I guess foreshadowing, whether it was intentional or not, with the Batman kind of as Houdini, uh, yes. where he's tied up. With, you know, there's an episode later in this in the series that features Zatanna, where you know that water yeah. water trick is used. So you know, a little little bit of foreshadowing, a little bit of talking about that. However, Batman would not have escaped this if it wasn't for Jordan. So Jordan saved the day. That's Let's true. Just remember, he saved his life. Liam, how long was he holding his breath? Uh, I timed it. It's a little over two minutes. Um, yeah, I, I think he's breaking some Guinness Book of World Records there, holding yeah, his breath. Yeah, it's uh, it's it. it's pretty incredible. That's, that's something we as kids would always do yeah, when there was underwater scenes, or there's an episode later where Clayface starts suffocating Batman, where you would try to hold your breath as long as Batman held your breath, <laughs> held his breath, and uh, if you tried to do it in this episode, you yeah, would die. you would die. Yeah, you um, would. <laughs> You would pass out. Um, <laughs> so it's uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's fine. It's like I said, I gave it a, a four out of ten. It's not uh, not lighting the world on fire, but as you mentioned, that's not always necessarily a bad thing. Uh, what did you give it? I gave it five out of ten for all those reasons. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's just okay. It's a big bowl of okay. <laughs> all right, moving on. We're going to animation next. Um, so, so there's some interesting, there's some cool little little tricks that they do in this episode as far as animation is concerned. The very first scene, there's a sort of like a panorama um, sort of that, that moves around Mayor Hill as he's at this podium giving a speech. It was cool. Gives it a three-dimensional feel. Yeah. And it was done. It's not digital. As we talked about, the digital animation wasn't really being used at this time or wasn't really uh, included. So the fact that they did that with your traditional animation was cool. Um, however, there's a lot of inconsistency in this episode. Um, the final scene with the roller coaster battle is the best animated part of the scene, but it, this ep- this episode draws a lot of parallels in animation between this and and the Pretty Poison episode, just where there's stuff that's oh that's that looks good or that looks really good, but there's just so many like glaringly obvious just goofy drawings we mentioned already Jordan's <laughs> character design his receding hairline and the fact that he he resembles you know an adult male uh it's it's and i get it it's probably hard to uh, to animate children we already talked about that in that why do we keep referencing the underdwellers? Stop it. Sorry. But in that episode, we talked about how, how the children designed in that episode don't look very good. Um, it's just, I, I guess it's something hard harder for them to animate. It's hard to, how do you, you know, properly communicate that via, via drawing? I, I don't know. Uh, but I gave it four out of ten. Um, I thought that the fortune... There's a scene where Joker puts a, you know, he's working with a fortune teller machine, and uh, that in order to figure out how to kill Batman, <laughs> yes. somehow he's rigged this fortune teller machine to tell him how to kill Batman, I, <laughs> I like that idea, though. Yeah. He, he, like, it just spits out different things. <laughs> like, some, some, one will be, like, death by piranhas, one right. will be, you know, shoot him. And he leaves it to chance, because right. it's just crazy, so... I thought that looked good. Uh, the scene where they come back from, which would have been a commercial break, and Batman's upside down, and you don't recognize that he's upside down until you start to see the water coming from the bottom of the screen, or from the top of the screen to the bottom, and then the camera kind of flips around. I thought that was done done pretty well. Uh, also, the smoke from the, the baby grenades, uh, when he's throwing those up, that was very Max Fleischer. You know me, I love a good yeah. Max Fleischer nod. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that, that was animated really well. Uh, with that said... 
too much inconsistency. Not very good throughout most of the episode. The inconsistencies, the bad, far outweighs the good in this episode. So I gave it four out of ten. What about you? Yeah, I went three out of ten. Um, yeah, the basically what you said. That's the, the inconsistency of it all. Is uh, it kind of lets you down. It it would have been even lower though, because they're like you mentioned. There are the the scene at the end where he's uh, chasing the Joker on the on the roll on the roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Which I mostly remember because it was uh, the boss fight for the Joker in the Super Nintendo Batman: The Adventures of Batman and Robin video game. Yep. Um, so I, I, I th- that scene does hold some sort of special. He doesn't throw babies in that. No, bit, he, throws... he throws little like round ball bombs. Yeah, and, uh, and Batman <laughs> throws his little bat bombs back at That's him. That's right. Yeah. And you jump back and forth between the two roller coasters. I but. remember that. Yeah. So uh, that that's a little extra nostalgia nugget there. Sure. Um, that that sort of maybe that props it up. That so the roller coaster scene's pretty well animated, and uh, you mentioned the the sort of three sixty shot of Mare Hill at the beginning, but uh-huh. a lot of, yeah a lot of this episode is there's the shot at the end when when Mare Hill and his son are reunited. Mare Hill's like less than a foot taller than his <laughs> eight year old son, and. <laughs> So I I just uh, it's there's so there's some sizing issues. There's just there's just a lot of his son grew up. Yes, this episode. apparently That's what we learned <laughs> um, his forty two year old son is now a forty eight year old son. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, Experience has led him to grow. So yeah, it's it's not it's definitely not one of the ones I would throw out if someone asked me. Hey, pick me some episodes that would really showcase the the greatness of this animation. This yeah. is definitely not one of those. I agree. So yeah, I went three out of ten on that. All right. Moving right along, let's head over to the voice acting, Liam. Uh, another Joker episode. Another. I mean, we've said a lot about Mark Hamill as it is, but uh, anything in this episode that you enjoyed specifically with voice acting? He, uh, you mentioned this, and you can talk about it a little bit more, um, but he does a really good job. He puts on a voice mm-hmm. as Jekko. Yes, yeah, it's, it's sort of like a lisp. A, it's a lisp and a New, like a New York sort of accent, like mm-hmm. accent a little, a little bit. Little Brooklyn-y. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then there's, so there's a lot of really good parts where he's, he's doing the Jekko voice cause he doesn't reveal to the, to, to Jordan that he's the Joker until, you know, like about three minutes in the episode is left. Yeah. And, uh, so he's, you know, he's mostly doing this joke, this Jekko voice. And then, then the kid will say something that pisses him off or something, and he'll he'll snap into the Joker voice. Quiet, kid. It's a free ticket. Right. Um, <laughs> and which is it's just really nice, and it's 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 a little uh, a little added. You mentioned that it's uh, it, how did people not realize that this candle was the Joker? But at least Jekko himself, they came up with a pretty unique design. He doesn't yeah. look like the Joker really. He has a at fake all. nose and a fake yeah. hairline and all that stuff. Yeah, so they did they did do a pretty good job and, and Mark Hamill does a good job with his voice talents of, of sort of differentiating and and playing playing a character while playing another character. Absolutely. Um, a lot of layers to that. So yeah, it's absolutely the Mark Hamill show. Uh, Batman says about twenty words in this episode. <laughs> and every line he delivers is a Bad joke. Like, I love puns. I'm a pun enthusiast like my grandfather before me. Absolutely. But every pun in this, is it's bad. It just takes you out. It's like, that's not how Batman talks. Why is he talking? This isn't Adam West. Yeah. Like, we're supposed to take this Batman serious. He makes a line that he throws some goons in the garbage. He's like, garbage day isn't until Tuesday, but for you, I'll make an exception. Like... All right, and then, yeah, there's two or three that he does with yeah, the Joker. It's like it's somewhere between Adam West and like cheesy like Stallone '80s like action movie one-liner. 
And, uh, yeah, there, that's basically most of his lines, but we, we do get the, the very famous, if you've ever, if you're on the interwebs, you've seen the gif of Batman giving the thumbs up from this show, and that is where this show comes from. (laughs) Uh, that's where that, that at least we have that. So yes, this is, this is a meme, uh, a meme episode. There we go. Um, There's a few, there's a few other ones that we'll, we'll get to throughout the series that have sort of become famous, uh, on on the internet. Yeah. And this is one of them. It's the, it's the bat thumbs up the bat episode. Thumbs up. But uh, yeah, as far as as the voice acting goes, like I said, it's it's mostly the the Mark Hamill show. I gave it six out of ten. Okay. I think he's very good. Uh, Mayor Hill, who's uh, voiced by Lloyd Bachner, mm-hmm. is uh, is pretty solid in that role. I mean, his his role is to play a sort of out of touch, snooty. Um, politician, he's, yeah, politician, he, yeah. and who cares more about his voters? And yes, his, and how his, he appears in his image. He's you know he's yelling at the photographer to make sure he got a shot of him shaking the senator's hand and yeah. stuff like that. And he's very schmoozy. So I thought he did a good job. And I thought that, that uh, Jordan did a, did a decent job as well. So yeah, I went six out of 10 again, not, not the greatest showcase, but uh, Certainly. pretty solid. What about you? Yeah. I, I gave voice acting a seven out of 10 for all those reasons that we mentioned with the Joker. He's great. This is a great showcase for Mark Hamill. He's the main voice. Like you said, not a lot of Batman in this episode. It's a he. Hamill carries the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Lloyd Bachner as Mayor Hill. This isn't his finest hour. Um, there's an episode later on with the Clock King that he's featured pretty heavily in um, that I think showcases him a little bit better. Uh, but it's a nice introduction to try and flesh out that character a little bit. Um, I don't think we ever see Jordan again, do we? Nope, thank God. Uh, <laughs> don't see how, He died of old age yeah. shortly after this. <laughs> he had reverse Benjamin <laughs> buttons, okay? <laughs> um, I... I yeah, which actually I think reverse Benjamin buttons is just old age. Yes. Um, with that said, yeah, Jordan actually for a child actor, pretty good. Like I, I bought him as a as a kind of innocent child. Um, if I wish his character design was a little bit better, that's all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for all that, for all those reasons, I give it seven out of ten. Um, Joker is is great. It's it's a great showcase of the Joker. Lots of Joker puns. Lots of switching back and forth, like you mentioned, <laughs> between his Jekko voice and Joker voice, and uh, it's it's good, good, good stuff there. All right, uh, last category. We're gonna, let's tackle music. Um, I as we said, we kind of blew through this episode. I didn't have a whole lot of notes to take. Yeah. Um, and music was one that I really didn't notice which we talked about before in a couple of the other episodes that's not always a bad thing it may just mean that it was you know it just wasn't needed um i would say in this case because the plot was a little bit weaker mm-hmm. um and that the animation was a little bit uh bad <laughs> uh, that this is an episode that could have used a musical accompaniment to kind of boost it a little bit we talked about in the last laugh um, that episode is near and dear to me because of the soundtrack. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could pop on that that soundtrack from that episode and just listen to that straight through, and I'd be I'd be happy. I love that episode because of it. We talked about it on the last episode that we covered, uh, which was the forgotten, the importance and the nostalgia that it makes you think about when you hear that yeah. harmonica and the, just what it adds to that episode, taking an episode that otherwise would be eh, maybe middle of the road, maybe pretty bad, and it kind of bumps it up a little bit. You're like, actually, this is really good. It's got, mm-hmm. it adds, it's a plot device. Um, this episode, I think, really could have used that, for example. It's not really noticeable. There's one part where Jordan runs away, uh, where they it kind of adds to it a little bit. It's like, oh, if you're a child, 
whether you're a child or an adult, you're like, oh, this kid's running away from his parent. Like, this isn't going to be good at all. Right. Um, and then, of course, they, they infuse the Batman theme at the end when he saves Jordan. That always is, is a good is a good uh, way of kind of putting a bow on things, mm. as it were. Uh, but uh, f- for all the, for for all of that, it's really forgettable. The music is not not an important part. I don't even remember a Joker theme being used in the episode. It may mm. very well have been, but it, that just goes to show you, I wasn't it wasn't enough for me to remember. Uh, so I gave music two out of ten. How about you? Yeah, I went I went five out of ten. Like I said, it's it's pretty middle of the road. I think it. It swells decently. It adds a little bit of drama to the to the final fight, the the roller coaster scene, and as you mentioned, sort of the triumphant Batman theme that plays at the at the very end of the sure. episode. Um, so I think there there are moments in there that that uh, that add a little bit. But yeah, this five out of ten is sort of my score for for when it doesn't take away, but it doesn't add. Sure. Um, so yeah, for me, this was really this. It's it's certainly not a, a, a showcase again for the music. I, I think I mentioned that with a couple other categories. This isn't this isn't necessarily an episode I would sit somebody down and be like, if if you want to understand why I love this, watch this one. Yeah. Because um, again, not that it's bad at all. It's not it's, a bad it's a, episode. It's a very enjoyable watch. Um, it's a good if you have twenty two minutes to sit down and you want to watch a Joker centered episode that mm-hmm. isn't the last laugh. Okay, watch this episode. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I went five out of ten for music. It's it's pretty middle of the road, but cool. uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's still it's it's sometimes sometimes like as we mentioned, the score doesn't always reflect uh, how enjoyable the episode is. We sure. mentioned that with uh, Christmas with the Joker yep. and a few others that are a lot. Of, maybe that'll just end up being a lot of Joker episodes, uh, but. Uh, so many Joker episodes early on. Yeah, here. we'll have a lot. Of, we'll have a lot of opportunity to talk about the Joker episodes to see if that uh, if that <laughs> pattern holds up or not. We shall see, indeed. All right. So overall score, uh, adding things up here at the end, uh, I went ahead and gave this a eighteen out of forty. How about you? And I am dead even with you there. Eighteen out of forty. All right. Look. Look at us. I think that's the first time we've ever exactly agreed on a, so. on a score. Yeah, and it's in, it's funny because we ended up coming up with a score and giving things higher, higher and lower mm-hmm. in different categories. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like we said, this is a case where the score doesn't indicate that it's a bad episode. It's just an okay episode. Nothing, nothing wrong with it. Could have been better, but could also be far worse. Absolutely. Yeah, I would watch this episode about three hundred thousand times before I'd watch the Underdwellers. Stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, all right, folks, uh, with that, uh, we're going to wrap things up here. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. Uh, if there's something that you found in this episode that you like, that you dislike, something that we overlooked, maybe you think we're being a little too hard on it. Uh, maybe you really enjoy this episode. Maybe Jordan, to you, doesn't look like a 49-year-old <laughs> gentleman with a receding hairline. Uh, give us some feedback. We'd love to hear it. Tweet Liam. He runs our, our Twitter account, at DCAUReview. Uh, love to get some good feedback on it. Uh, some great interaction going on there. Uh, also, make sure you like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash DCAUReview. That's the fastest way uh, to learn about our brand new episodes when they're posted. Or you can also subscribe to us on iTunes. They'll be delivered to your computer immediately as soon as they're uploaded. Uh, and we would always appreciate a five-star review on iTunes because that helps us out immensely as a podcast. So if you can, take two minutes, give us a five-star review on iTunes, and uh, we will certainly thank you for that. Uh, anything else, Liam? 
I like like you always said. I like to I like to hammer it home. Love talking with people on Twitter about this stuff or Facebook. So uh, We're a definitely, pair of nerds. Yeah, absolutely. We love talking about this. Obviously, you just listened to us talk about it for twenty three minutes. We love talking An episode about that. We thought was just okay, right? Uh, so we we always welcome love love the opportunity to talk about it. Even if you didn't, if you think we're dead wrong about this or, or whatever, we're happy to talk about it with anybody. Just any excuse to talk about this stuff is great for me. Certainly. Absolutely. You know what, Liam? We didn't even have the opportunity to talk about cake movement this episode. There wasn't really any. I know. I know you're disappointed. Hopefully yeah, next I'm week. Sad. Next week's will be a two-parter covering two things, so uh, maybe there'll be some cake movement. Fingers crossed. All right. All right. Uh, with that, uh, I am Cal. And I'm Liam. And we will catch you guys on the next episode. Goodbye.